Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. In Romans 12, 11, we've looked there in the Amplified Bible. If you want to turn in the King James and they'll show us the scripture on the screen. It says, never lag in zeal and in earnest endeavor. See, God wants us to be zealous as Christians. He doesn't want us to be lifeless and limp and lethargic. He wants us to have zeal and enthusiasm about our relationship with Jesus and serving the Lord. You know, I spent years without zeal. So when I found out that I could stay full of the Spirit, then I decided that's the way I wanted to live. And you know, if the times come when I'm maybe not as full as I need to be, I want to go after and seek after the Lord. Amen? He says, be aglow and burning with the Spirit. See, Jesus came to baptize with the Holy Ghost and fire. And see, when He comes on the inside of us and baptizes us with the Holy Spirit, then we get the fire of God burning on the inside of us. You know, somebody said, why are you so enthusiastic about the Lord? I tell you why, because I've got the fire of God operating on the inside of me. And so do you, if you know it. I had enough of the dead church. I had enough of that, and I'm not going to go back to it. Amen? But he says, be aglow and burning with the Spirit. Listen to this. Serving the Lord. See, your fire and your glow and every the earnest uh, endeavor that you have in seeking the Lord, that is in your service to the Lord. It's not so you can go in your prayer closet and have a hallelujah shouting meeting even though that's good and that's wonderful and when we come together. But it is to serve the Lord. And how do you serve the Lord? By serving His people. That's how you serve the Lord, by serving people. And so when we serve people, we're to be fervent in spirit about that. We're to have the fire of the Holy Spirit. We're to be contagious, if you will. You know, if you have two people and one is depressed and down and the other one is enthusiastic. You know, the one that's down can be changed through the one that's on fire for God. We're contagious. It spreads. Fire spreads. A fire doesn't just stay in one place. It spreads. You can't contain it. And that's the fire of the Holy Spirit. We don't want to contain it. Amen? The King James talks about being fervent in spirit or red hot. In the spirit. That's talking about an energy in your soul. Where you just can't lay back and take life passively. But you, you live aggressively in the spirit. On the go. On the take. Everywhere you go. Ministering. Loving. Sharing. Caring. A glow with the spirit. And I tell you what. You'll stand out. You know how they say like a sore thumb? You will because this world is drained. And God wants us to stay full of His Spirit. Amen? Amen. Now today, I'm going to talk to you about being aglow with the Spirit by releasing the heavy load of care. 
releasing the heavy load of care. Now, if I ask you how many of you in here today have a heavy load of care, it would be a lot of people. And I'm going to tell you, every one of us have marvelous opportunities to carry the care, to carry the burdens. But God has a better way. He doesn't want, you know, we're not like a pack mule. Have you ever seen one of those pack mules and they just load them up and they'll take them into the jungle? And, you know, I feel sorry for them when I see them because they just keep adding and adding and adding and adding. And, you know, if they added too much, the poor animal would collapse under the load. Well, see, that's what the devil wants to do to you. He wants to load you up until you collapse under the load. But that is not God's plan. And he has made a way of escape. Out of that mess. You don't have to carry it. Can you say amen? amen? Now I'm going to tell you, care and worry and anxiety, it'll weigh you down. It'll steal your fire. It'll steal your zeal. And every one of us have to face it. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous. You know what afflictions are? It's pressure. It's stress. It's care that comes on you. But he said, God will deliver you out of every one of those. You're not going to be overcome by it, but you will overcome them through the power of Jesus Christ that is on the inside of you. See, you are not alone. You know, many times when I face difficulties and when I face the test of my life, I want you to know that my God was right beside me, that he did not leave me and he's not leaving you today. You may feel all alone. You may feel like nobody understands you. You may feel like nobody even cares. But I'm going to tell you, God does not leave you as an orphan. You have a father God, and he cares about you. He cares about you. He cares about you. Amen. I'm telling you. I know when I go on a, on a missions trip or we go on trips, you know, for whatever, a lot of times I have a lot of luggage. You know what I'm saying? I have a lot of baggage that I take with me. You ladies know what I'm talking about. I got to have my 15 pairs of shoes and no, I have cut it back some. I don't take that many pairs anymore. But, you know, we have a lot of luggage, and you, you go through those airports and, you know, go through uh, the different ones in different countries, you know, and you have to grab your bags because your next flight is going to be leaving soon, and if you get left, it's going to be a long stay where you are in that airport, and you don't want to sleep in the airport. So here I am, I get these bags and I'm just carrying these bags and, I, you know, I've got rollers on them, but still when you've got three or four bags per person and you're trying to get uh, your way through the airport, it's difficult and that baggage is heavy and, you know, that's what it reminds, life reminds me of that. Many times we're going through life and we're just rolling that baggage alone and it's so heavy and we can't make it. And we just collapse under the load. And we got to have help sometimes. Do you know it? You got to have help sometimes in your cares. Bear ye one another's burdens. You know, I was just thinking about this. It's, it's been a little while back, not too long though, really. And one whole night, one whole night, I had such heavy care upon me. And I tell you, I felt like Jacob. You remember when he wrestled with the angel? It was like a wrestling match all night. I did not sleep one wink through that whole night. 
and the care and the load was so heavy upon me that I, I just felt like I couldn't make it. I made it through the night. I made it. I made it through the night. That was my praise report. I made it through the night. And you know, I came in here to the office the next day and went in to my sister, Kathy. Y'all, many of you know her. And I just told her, I said, man, you know, I've got to have some relief. I've got to have some help. And I began to share with her what I, what I was facing. And I could just see the compassion come into her face. And she came over. I didn't even ask her. She came over, laid her hands on me, and began to pray. And I want to tell you, it broke that thing off of me. And I was able to function where I couldn't function. So sometimes you got to have somebody to help you. And when the Bible says, bear ye one another's burdens, that's what it's talking about. Did it mean that you take up the burden of that person and you carry the heavy load? No, it means that you just help them, assist them, get that load off of them and get it to the Lord. Because he's got the way out of that mess. So you know what I'm preaching to you this morning? is something that I experience just like you do. You know, sometimes when you stand in a position like this, people look at you and they think, oh, well, they don't have any troubles. Oh, well, they don't understand. You just don't know. You just don't know. Just like I don't know about you. It's the same with you to me. But I'm here to tell you, you can stay full of the Spirit in the middle of affliction, and troubles, and care, and worry, and all that kind of stuff. You can make a way out of it through Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. So we don't want to carry those heavy loads. We want to give them to the Lord. Now, there's a kind of care that is natural, and it's godly. It's, it's caring for people and being accountable and responsible for your family. So I'm not talking about that, that you're flippant and you don't take responsibility. That's not what I'm talking about when I talk about getting, giving your care to Jesus. There's things you got to work or you don't eat. you got to provide for your family. you got to do things like that. So there's that kind of care that is natural and it's okay. But you know, when it starts to getting into uh, where it's unnatural and ungodly is when you take things upon yourself like you're going to be able to do something about it and you can't do a thing about it. See, that's what it is to have a load of care. You've been loaded upon by the enemy and you have no way and means to do anything about it unless you go to the Lord. And when you go to the Lord, he will lift that heavy load. Thank God for it. Amen? So, Paul even said it. He said, the care of the church comes on me daily. And he was saying, he wasn't saying that he got loaded up. He's saying, I had to take it to the Lord and get the answers and find out what I needed to do. When the care comes, you give it to the Lord and you get the Lord's plan on dealing with it. Do you know that God gives you a brain and he gives you wisdom to know how to do things? And you do what you know to do. It's him working through you. But Paul said, the care comes on me daily. I want to tell you, the care comes on me a lot in relationship to this church. The care comes. You know, this one has a problem. That one is suffering this way. This one is going through that. A divorce here. 
you know, wayward children here, financial difficulties. And, and just multiply with all the people that belong here and see that care, like with Paul, wants to come on you. But you know what? You better learn how to deal with that. Now, I've told you the story about my dad. He was a godly man. He was a very godly man. But he took the care of the church on him. And at 48 years of age, he died. See, care and burdens and worry and stress, it affects your heart, your organs. It affects you emotionally and mentally. It can make you sick. It can make you sick. And that's what happened in his case. He just, you know, he loved people so much. And so I looked at that. And I, I'm not saying what I'm saying in a way to point and, and say anything unkind about my dad because I wouldn't do that for anything. But I learned from that. And I learned because I'm a doer. I'm a worker. And that's the way, you know, my siblings are. They're the same way. They work. They do, you know. But you have to know when you need to cease and desist. You have to know when to release things. You know why? I can pray for you about the need that you have just like you can pray for me. But I can't do one thing to change it. I can only help you go to God and use my faith to move the mountains. But you see, if I get under the weight of what you're under, I'm not going to help you at all. Vice versa. You know, we have to support one another. We have to be there in faith to help one another. Amen? And so Paul found that the care came and he had to deal with it. And the care comes to us and then we have to deal with it. Why do we get worried and stressed out? It can be a lot of different reasons, as many reasons as as many people are in this room today. It can come through, you know... Um, just thinking about a misfortune might happen. It hasn't happened. Just thinking that it might. And care and worry and stress will come. Or it may be something that you're in right now. And you feel so overwhelmed and so overcome by the pressure and by the care and the burden. The Bible says, roll that burden over on the Lord. That's what the Old Testament talks about. Rolling your burden on the Lord. The New Testament talks about, we're going to look at it, casting your care over on the Lord, for He cares for you. And so when things that you anticipate might happen, things that are, you are going through happen, there's a way to deal with it. Amen? We have to bring our care to the Lord, and we have to trust Him. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you but He'll be with you even till the end. Amen? Many times we carry around all this luggage everywhere that we go. We're carting it with us. And God's saying today, you can lay that down, you can leave it, and you can forget it. I want to give you a picture of what I do when care and worry and stress and all of that comes to me. What I do is I picture myself at the feet of Jesus. And I see Jesus' feet. I see the sandals. And I see myself kneel before him and grab hold of his feet. His feet are beautiful. You remember in the Old Testament how they would lay their hands on the horns of the altar and go there for help? That's kind of the thought. 
I lay my hands on Jesus' feet and I just say, Jesus, here it is. I can't, I can't bear this. I can't take it. I can't deal with it. But you can. And I give it to you. And to find a release there. Now, I'm going to tell you, all the time you may not feel released, but you need to, by faith, believe you are released from it. I remember this has been years ago when a lady came to me and she was so tormented and full of heaviness and burdened down because of her son and what her son was going through. And I took that lady by the hand and we went down to um, the front of the church. Everybody was leaving and going and doing stuff. And we just knelt. It wasn't in here. It was in the other place. We just knelt down on the steps there. And I said, now I want you to give this to the Lord. Once and for all, I want you to give this to the Lord. And when you get up, don't pick up the load with you. And we prayed there that day. And that woman said something broke that day. You see, you've got to bring your burdens to the Lord and believe that you bring them to Him when you do. Amen? Now, I want you to turn in your Bible to Mark 4. <clears throat> and we're going to look at what carrying a heavy load will do for you. Mark 4. And I'll start with verse number 15. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, heard, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. Now I want to tell you, the word is coming forth. Faith is coming forth here today. But Satan is here to try to steal and rob and make the word of God of none effect in your life. But he can't do it if you won't allow him to. But he says, Satan cometh when? Immediately. When you try to go out the door with victory and overcoming faith, he'll come immediately and take away the word that was sown in your heart. Why does he want the word? Because the word is precious and faith comes by hearing the word. And faith will get you out of your mess and your care and worry. And he comes to steal it, to get it. Now listen to this. I'm going to read with uh, verse number 18. And these are they which are sown am among thorns, such as hear the word, and the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lusts of other things entering in, choke the word, and it becomes what? Unfruitful. You see, you can hear the Word, you can receive the Word, but if your heart uh, cannot allow the Word of God to penetrate through it because of the cares and the worries and everything that is there, it stops the Word from producing for you. Again, the devil is happy about that. He's happy about that. If he can keep you stressed out, worried, and burdened down, sickness and disease can come into your body. I heard three doctors say this. They said... That, uh, or I heard the report, I didn't hear the doctors, you know, personally, but I heard the report and they said that the majority uh, of people that they treated, they could say that the illness and the sicknesses that they dealt with was associated back to stress and worry. And I believe that. I believe that there's things that malfunction in our bodies because we are not made to bear the burden and the care that comes. Now see, right here he says, 
the cares of this world. You are in this world, but you are not of this world. And so the way the world deals with issues is not the way that you as a Christian deal with issues in your life. God has made a way of escape for you. Now I'm going to tell you something. Some of you sitting here this morning, you have a lot of care in your life. Others, you know, you're, you're on the mountaintop today and we praise God for that. But there's going to be a day that you're not on the mountaintop or you're going to encounter somebody that's not on the mountaintop. And so we need to know how to minister and how to receive ministry in a time when we need it. Amen. So what I'm telling you today, it it applies to every one of us that are in this room. You know, I'm glad you're on the mountaintop. You know, but there's times that the valley is there. And then there's just time that the plain is there. You know, things are pretty level. But wherever we are, Jesus is in the middle of it. Amen? To help us. Praise God. Now, put verse number 18 and 19 on the screen out of the Amplified Bible. Uh, it, it really says something that, that... And the one sown among the thorns are others who hear the word... Then the cares and anxieties of the world and distractions of the age and the pleasure and delight and false glamour and deceitfulness of riches and the craving and passionate desire for other things creep in, now listen, and choke and suffocate the word. Choke and suffocate the word and it becomes fruitless. Now see, that's not what God means for his word Uh, to be in our life. He wants us to produce fruit, not to be fruitless, not to allow it to be choked out, suffocated out of our lives, but he wants the word to live in our hearts. This word that is coming forth today, he wants it to live in your heart. He wants you to live your life based on what we're talking about here today, dealing with it in the scriptural way. You know, some people are real independent. Well, I'll just do it my way. Well, in the kingdom, that doesn't work. You can't just do it your way. Your, your way will cause failure. God's way will cause you to produce fruit. Amen? That's very, very important. Uh, now, I'm going to ask you to put up Luke 21:34 in the Amplified Bible. It says, but take heed to yourselves and be on guard, lest your hearts be overburdened and depressed, weighed down. See, it's not talking about depression per se, but it's talking about being weighed down. But take heed to yourselves and be on guard, lest your hearts be overburdened and depressed and weighed down with worldly worries and cares pertaining to the business of this life. See, There's a business in this world. It's the way everybody lives. But then there's a business of the kingdom. And that's what we're all about. Be about the Father's business. The Father's way of doing things. And don't be overburdened. And be weighed down with the care and the worry of this world. You know, I I remember reading uh, in Daniel 7 about what the devil is going to do in the last days. And it says he is going to wear out the saints of God. Do you know how one way that the devil wants to wear out the saints when Jesus is coming back soon and he knows it, and that's the day that we're living in? He wants to weigh you down and wear you out with cares and worries that you can't lift one little finger to do anything about. You can't change it. 
But if you give it to God, he can. I'm pointing you to Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen? Paul talked about being so utterly and unbearably just crushed by life and by life circumstances. But then he continued on to say, but God will rescue us. He said, it's like I've got this huge boulder. I'm just pinned to the ground and it's laying on my chest. And that's the way I feel. But even in the middle of that, he looks up and says, but God will rescue me. But God will rescue you. But God will see you through. But God will cause you to overcome. In your darkest hour, he will see you through. And you know what I'm saying is right. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want to talk to you very quickly about things that will help you to overcome this heaviness, this care, and being overburdened. And the first thing that I want to talk to you about so that you can leave that baggage behind is to be a faster. Isaiah 58, 6 says that he, the fast will undo heavy burdens. When you fast, there is a, there is a power there is a spiritual energy that is released to help you and help those that you pray about. See, you just don't fast. You fast and pray. Prayer and fasting goes together because we're believing God for something. And so uh, he says here that heavy burdens will be undone. Help us to get focused and get a grip on things and to see that we don't have to be weighed down with the cares of this life. Amen? Amen. The second thing is we must deal with the cares and worries. We must deal with them. How do we deal with them? We give them to Jesus and we leave them with Him. We don't pick them back up, but we leave them. Amen? Amen. I want you to turn to 1 Peter 5, 7. And we're going to look at that from the Amplified Bible, 1 Peter 5, 7. He says, casting the whole of your care. Now, isn't it interesting why it says the whole of your care? Because, you know, I, I heard of one woman that said it like this. Well, Lord, you know, I, I'm just going to give you part of my burdens. I can hang on to, I can deal with a few of them, but I'm going to give you what I can't deal with. You know what? That is, mis, uh, that, that is deception. And you know why? Because we can't deal with any of them. We don't need to be carrying any of the load. So he says, cast the whole of your care. All of your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all, on Him. So what do you do? You cast the whole of your care. You cast it over on Him. Your anxieties, your worries, all your concerns, once and for all, give it to Him. Now, I'm going I'm to be honest here. Sometimes I have a problem with that. It, not in that it's not true, but in that... I want to get back up. Yeah, praise God, I got the victory. And I get out here, you know, a day or two or a week, and then here it starts to come back on me again. See, you have to, 
you have to once and for all believe that you gave it to him. And when the devil comes back, you know, it, it's okay to say, it's all right to talk back to the devil. Say, talk back to the devil. He tells you, no, you're not going to make it. That's not going to work financially. You're going to lose your house. You know, you're not going to be able to take care of your children, not going to be able to do this, that, and the other. No, devil, I cast the care of that over on the Lord. He's given me the plan of operation, and I have the victory. He always causes you to triumph in Christ Jesus. It didn't say sometimes. He said always. Amen? And so we cast it once and for all on him. Now listen to this. Get this in your spirit. He says he cares for you affectionately. Don't you have affection for your own children? Don't you have affection for people that you really love? Jesus has affection for you. He cares about you. And he says it. He says, and he cares about you watchfully. In other words, he's looking over your life. And he wants to help you with the difficulties and the pressures and the stress and everything that would come. Look, I know that I know that I know many of us, we live our life. You know, we're so busy on our job. We're so busy for this. We're so busy with that. But you know what? God says, in the middle of your busyness, set aside a time and come and be with me. Worship me. Praise me. Allow me to help you. And we get up every morning, hit the trail, hit the dusty trail. You know what I'm talking about? We don't have time for God, time for anything. Now, you, you have to choose when you're time with God. I'm not trying to, to tell you that. I'm not trying to dictate that. But I'm just telling you, you better have that quiet time to pull away with the Lord. It's just 15 minutes with the Lord, getting refreshed and just say, God, I don't have anything I want to ask you about, or I'm dumping this load on you. Now, help me. And I'm just going to sit in your presence and receive a refreshing and a relief and a release from this. Instead of, you know, and a lot of people mean to do something. I, one day I'm going to. One day I will. You know, maybe one day never comes until it's too late. And because they carry around such burden and stress, they're physically, they uh, are not able to function or they just go to heaven. Going to heaven is great, but you don't need to go early. So we need to get in the presence of God and stay in the presence of God. Amen. I believe you can take God's presence with you when you go to your job. I believe when you're in your car driving, I believe you can take the presence of God because He's always with you. He doesn't leave you. So you can always be with Him. Amen. Okay, so we must deal with the cares and worries. How do we do it? By casting it on the Lord. The Bible says, lay aside, cast off the weight and the sin that does so easily beset you, get you off track. Care and worry and anxiety will get you off track. Lay it aside. That means cast it off. Take it off and throw it out. Hurl it away. Amen. Psalm 55, 22 says, Cast your burden upon the Lord, and He shall sustain you. That means He will carry the pressure 
or the weight that's coming on you. Cast your burden on the Lord. Say it with me. Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He'll lift it. He'll take it from you so you don't have to carry it around. You ever heard anybody talk about a heavy heart? That's when, when we have all the care and the worry, the pressure. That's just, it, it, it's just like it's setting upon our heart. And God said, cast your burden upon me. You're not able to carry that. I didn't make you to carry that load. Give it to me and I'll release and lift up the pressure from you. Amen. And that's a good, good thing to be reminded of. Amen. Now I want to tell you something. If you've got your care and you're worrying and you're having anxiety and stress and all of that, you have not given it to God. Because if you give it to Him, then you don't have it anymore. If I took this Bible this morning, I have it right here. And I were to come over here and I were to give it to Alicia this morning, just give that Bible to her, that would mean... I didn't have it anymore. Well, that's the way you got to do your cares. You got to take what's in your hand and give it to the Lord and get it out of yours. But see, when you get back up and releasing it to Him, then you don't have it anymore. If you take it back, you got it again. You got it again. See, folks, I'm going to tell you care comes, affliction comes. Anxiety will come knocking at your door. It didn't, God didn't say that you wouldn't be burdened. He didn't say that you wouldn't have care. He's told us how to deal with it, though, when it comes. The enemy is going to make sure that those things come into our life because he wants to defeat us, but Jesus gave us the victory. Amen? The third thing that I want you to think about in overcoming the care and leaving the baggage behind in your life is receiving the Prince of Peace. Receiving the Prince of Peace. John 14, 27, if you'll put that up there in the Amplified Bible. John 14, 27, we're going to look at that. Peace I leave with you. My own peace I now give you and bequeath to you. See, this is Jesus' peace that he's giving to us. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled. See, you can't allow trouble to get into your heart. Troubles may be around you, but don't let them get in your heart. Don't allow it. See, this is something that we control. Do not let. Do not allow your hearts to be troubled. Neither let them be afraid when fear comes. He said, don't allow it. Stop allowing yourselves to be, now listen, agitated and disturbed. And do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. Don't allow it. He told us that. So that means that we can stop it, wouldn't you think? We have control over it. The devil doesn't have control over us. Cares don't have control over us. Trouble and anxiety and worry do not have control over us. And we have to believe that. Amen? I'm not going to turn you there, but in John 16, 33, um, 
it, it talks about there that Jesus didn't say we wouldn't have to deal with anything disturbing or heavy. He did say to take courage that he has overcome the world, the world's system, the world's way of doing business. The things that happen in this world, he has overcome them. And he said, this is the victory that overcomes the world. What? Even your faith. Jesus has overcome the world, and he's given you faith so that you can overcome every situation that you face. Amen? We have the power through Jesus Christ to stop allowing ourselves to be overwhelmed. Now, when we hear that, that's, you know, that's real easy for me to roll that off. Just like that, you know, just real easy. It's not real easy to deal with it, though, is it? And, and we know that, and we understand it. But what I'm trying to get you to see this morning is that you don't have to carry around the baggage. You don't have to carry around the weight. Amen? I want you, if you will, to put Psalms 94, verse number 12 and 13 on the screen so we can look at that. This is... A, a really striking scripture to me. Blessed is the man whom thou... In the Amplified, I'm sorry. Blessed, happy, fortunate to be envied is the man whom you discipline and instruct, O Lord, and teach out of your law. See, discipline and instruction, that is a good thing. That is not evil. If you don't discipline your children, they'll just be wild and crazy. And that's the way Christians are that haven't been disciplined. The Word will prune you. It will clean you, the Bible says. The Holy Spirit will convict you. God will deal with you and instruct you and teach out your law. Go to 13. That you may give him power to keep himself, listen to me, calm in the days of adversity until the inevitable pit of corruption is dug for the wicked. He may try to come against you. He may slam you with everything that he can give you. But I want to tell you this. He cannot overcome you. And the pit is being dug if you stay calm in the day of adversity. When adversity and trials and tribulations hit you, stay calm because your God is on the move and the shovels are out, the heavenly shovels of heaven, and the angels are digging and the pit is going to be dug for the enemy. Amen. Stay calm in the day of adversity. You see, because what happens when we get under stress and worry and anxiety? What do we want to do? We want to, it, it's like we give up. We throw up our hands. We, you know, just, we can't, we can't function. We can't do anything. But God says, in the middle of that, stay calm. Because the calmness, look, that's a sign to the enemy that you know that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and that you know what's about to happen, and that is God is going to break forth the victory. He always causes His people to triumph through Christ Jesus. Amen? Praise the Lord. The fourth thing very quickly now is we must be a praise and worshiper always. If you... If you want to leave the baggage behind, 
and overcome the cares and worries, you must be a praise and worshiper. The Bible says in Isaiah 61, 3, that he gives unto them the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. I'm going to tell you, there have been times, and I mean this, there have been times when I did not feel like I could hold my head up. I did not feel like I could even get up out of the chair. And I'm going to tell you, I'd get up, and my hands might not be lifted too high, but they're, Lord, I'm, do, I'm giving you the sacrifice of praise today. I'm giving you the sacrifice. I don't feel, you know, sometimes I just feel like dancing and jumping, but I don't feel like that today, Lord. But I just begin to worship, begin to praise, begin to sing a song. Begin to worship the Lord. Begin to praise Him. It's a garment. And just like any garment in your closet, you've got to put it on. You've got to put it on. My, it's not easy. My, it's not easy to leave that, those bags behind. My, it's not easy to get out from under that load. Because you feel like you're so far down that you're collapsing under the load. But I'm telling you, God has made a way. Cast the care. Be a worshiper. Fast when you pray. And allow Him to give you the victory. Amen. Praise the Lord. In Philippians 4, verse number 6, I want you to put that up. I'm using a lot of scripture today because I want you to see this. I want it to live in your heart. Philippians 4, 6, out of the Amplified Bible. Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. What a tall order. But you know, God didn't say it if it couldn't be done. But in every circumstance and in everything, now listen, when the fretting and anxiety comes by prayer and petition, definite requests with thanksgiving continue to make your wants known to God. The care and all those things that would be there, we, we just don't have to, we don't have to carry it. We just don't have to carry it. We don't have to fret, but we take it to the Lord. Lord, it's yours. It's not mine anymore. I don't care what you do with it. I thank you, Lord. I'm released. I give thanks to you, Lord, that I'm not under the weight of that any longer. And see, you may feel any way but that, but you're doing what the Bible tells you to do. And I'm going to tell you, there's lots of things that you do that the Bible tells you to do that you don't feel like doing. And that you don't sense anything is happening while you're doing it. But you still obey. I'm telling you, I think obedience is one of the greatest truths in the Bible that the Christian needs to learn. Just obey. But why? You know, your children, you know how they do. But why do I have to do that, Mommy? But why do I have to do that? You know, it's, we don't need to get into the whys with God. We just need to obey. Do what He says. And, you know, we'll find out, we'll look back and find that if you do it God's way, that he has, to, he has to perform it. If you do it your way, you can't change it, and it's going to remain the same. Amen? Matthew 6.25 talks about take no thought. And I'm not going to turn over there right now, but it, it talks about taking no thought by saying, by talking. He said, how, you know, what are you going to do? To change your situation. Can you add inches to your height? No, you can't. He said, 
Can you make clothes just appear? No, you can't do that. You can't make food just instantly appear. You can't do that. But he said, I watch over those birds and I make sure that they're taken care of. So if I take care of them, how much more am I going to take care of you? So don't take thought. Have anxiety. What are we going to wear? Where are we going to live? What are we going to do? You, you, you can't get all caught up in all the affairs of life. You have to live life. You've got to be responsible. You've got to take care of the, you know, what you have to take care of in your family. I'm not saying to be irresponsible, but I'm saying you can't make one thing happen. But you can cooperate with the one who can make some things happen. And so that's what God tells us here. Stop being perpetually uneasy, anxious, and worried about your life. That's really what he's saying. You can't change anything if you do. Amen? So the things we've talked about here today that will help us leave this baggage and care and worry behind is fasting, casting our care, our load upon the Lord, receiving the peace that passes all understanding, being a praise and worshiper consistently, and praying about the cares that come to us, thanking God for the deliverance for it, and controlling your thought life, not allowing the enemy to just rule your thought life. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora. Pastor Nora.